Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast that delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to episode 259 of the Naturally Nourished Podcast. Today we are talking about, I can't believe it, but Noah's first birthday. You guys, he's one. So we'll be covering his jungle-themed birthday blowout, updates on what he's eating, baby supplementation, and some of your listener questions. Yes, and I think very timely, unfortunate for Noah on his big birthday bash, did he have the trifecta of teething explosion and some resistant virus and immune hit. So we'll be giving you guys some tips tips and tricks and support of all the things that Becky was loading him up with and how he is, of course, well and resilient on the other end. Yes, yes, yes. So for episodes to reference, check out 239 where we talked about baby-led weaning. And that was really more at his like seven to eight month mark. So there have been a lot of updates even in the food arena since then. I still feel like he was pretty adventurous even at seven months. He was. Way more than Stella, <laughs> as we always tease. Like, I was super slow and steady with Stella, and Noah was like at seven months eating liver pate yep. and all the things. So that's a great episode definitely to learn about. And we cover baby led weaning with a video of Noah in our Naturally Nourished Food as Medicine for the Whole Family program, which launched last week. Super exciting. We've heard such awesome feedback from y'all, but that's one of my favorite videos and it actually throws some videos back from Stella Archive showing the difference of a gag versus a choke and really some of the elements that I think drive anxiety and you really want a visual mm-hmm. with. So yeah. that, that really makes it a, a heavy impact as well as some really supportive handouts for you to use if you're interested in approaching baby led weaning. And then on the podcast front, we do have episodes for each of Stella's birthday. So we don't have the first birthday, but we do have her first ever birthday cake, which was a grain-free coconut birthday cake. And that is linked on the blog. We'll put the link in today's episode notes. And then we have episodes that are also linked from her second, third, and fourth, and fifth birthday, which touches on her development throughout the year, reflection, kind of like we're going to do for Noah for the first hurrah. Yeah. Um, Other updates, so obviously Naturally Nourished Food is Medicine for the whole family. That's the program that Allie was just talking about that encompasses baby led weaning, but there is so much more in there. So if you've not gotten that program yet, it is still available. We did launch it. We're excited about it. We're starting to send out the wrap-up weekly emails to support you guys. But if you haven't gotten it yet, it is an evergreen program. So you can start at any time, but we recommend starting now. Yes. And it's our most comprehensive program to date. So we go through, you know, what food as medicine is, why nutrients matter. We also work a lot about getting all of your household members on track. So, or really on board with wellness and clean eating. And so understanding each family member's why, what's kind of their hook to keep them committed to clean 
clean eating, and then navigating things like birthday parties and gatherings, talking about meal planning throughout the week and coming up with a matrix flow, all the way through grocery shopping, making vegetables taste good, and then working with your kids, teens, and maybe your partner on being a taste adventurer and shifting your palate from sweet to savory. This really sets the tone or foundation for optimal metabolic health, regulated inflammatory processes in the body, high antioxidant capacity, which really sets the tone for healthy lifestyle, disease prevention, and a robust immune response, as well as balanced mood and brain function, which is really important throughout all ages of the life cycle. Yes. And we haven't mentioned much on here. Um, The program also includes a four-week meal plan with direct targeted focus on immune support. There's one on hormone balance. There's one on getting kids in the kitchen. And then what's the fourth one? The fourth one is on stress. Thank you. So it kind of encompasses the anti-anxiety diet in there. And those are released. They are in your program dashboard right away if you want to get rocking once you purchase. But also we release those weekly in a kind of catch-in or touch base email that's all set from your date of purchase. So one week out, two weeks out, three weeks out, and four weeks out, you will get an email from us with the making it happen section, making sure that you're accountable and that you are actually implementing the materials that you're learning. And that's what really helps to make sustainable change for the whole household. So at the value of just $199, which is absolutely beyond capacity of over 100 hours of content that we have in this program, We hope that you'll take advantage of it and we know that you'll get fantastic outcomes. Okay. And then the other big update is this is the last call to become a naturally nourished supplement line ambassador. Absolutely. So this is open to any of you who love the Naturally Nourished Supplement line and are already telling your friends, neighbors, coworkers, family members, and supporting them with GABACOM or detox packs after a second glass of wine Mm -hmm. or all of the things. If you're already singing the praises of Naturally Nourished products and you have seen fantastic outcomes yourself and you want to sing praises out to your masses and your audience, we would love to have you on board as an ambassador. So ambassadors that we've seen as great success are those that tend to have like a wellness focused position. So they might be a fitness instructor or they might be a massage therapist or a chiropractor or another dietitian or a nurse practitioner or a registered nurse. And they often will have some information or background in medicine or wellness, maybe um, some lifestyle practitioners and such or health coaches, but that's not necessary. Again, if you, we have some attorneys that are members, right? (laughs) Um, And we've seen great outcomes with their audience. So again, if you're passionate about the line and you've seen outcomes and you want to learn how you can get integrated more with our family, check out the link in today's episode. You can sign up and at least um, fill out the application and I will be selecting candidates by October 1st and we'll have our first meeting in the middle of the month so that you can support us and your community with our Black Friday deals that we have coming at the end of the year and all the promotions for a strong, successful 22, 2022. That's crazy (laughs) to say out loud. 
hard to believe. <laughs> yes. Goodness gracious. So we'd love to have you guys check out that application program. It's of course free. And then you will get perks. You actually get some uh, kickbacks, if you will, um, based on the sales and conversions. You get a unique ambassador code, which gives 10% off to your audience or again, friends or family members on all of the Naturally Nourished Supplement line. Yes. And we also have quarterly coaching calls, if you will, where you kind of get to just pick our brains for an hour plus. They're always more than an hour. Yeah. Um, and we try to do it really fun and, you know, with a glass of wine or kombucha. Um, and those are, those are just a great perk as well to be able to just ask questions, kind of troubleshoot the types of clientele that you're working with. Hey, what supplement would work best for XYZ condition and these people that I'm seeing? So yeah, awesome bonus as well. It's an awesome synergy because we're invested in you. You're invested in us and that creates a really intimate relationship with Becky and I. So if you guys are ready, super fans, this might be an awesome opportunity to get to know us better and to help us grow the, to the masses food as medicine and functional nutritional supplements that can take people's health to the next level. Okay, so we're sitting here in your Wimberley rental, Allie, for the first time recording the podcast from here. So let's just give listeners a little like life update of what's been going on in your world for the past, what, six weeks? You've been yeah. kind of back and forth um, yeah, between and Wimberley and Austin. I haven't told anyone Wimberley because it's like such a small population, but now you've just outed me. So oh, I guess no. it, I guess it was going to come out eventually. <laughs> I've just been saying- We can bleep very, it out. <laughs> I've been saying very vaguely, um, hill country, hill country. Um, but yes, so we are out in hill country and um, we are, I, I've shared already on the podcast that Brady and I- purchased a property in December of 2020 and we have just started the building process. It has taken so long, but we have our entire driveway done. We've trenched our power lines, which are under the driveway, and we are meeting with the gentleman that's helping us lay out our orchard, which is super exciting and starting to get the lay of the land. We're building, uh, we're going to be breaking ground on my wine deck, which is basically a sunset deck, but <laughs> I'm calling it a wine porch. Let's just be real with what it is. Uh, and so all of that's kind of coming into fruition, but we did start Stella at a sweet uh, school out here and um, that started in the middle of August and so as we were waiting we just sold our house in Austin today which is super exciting and so for the last six weeks because we couldn't move until we sold our home uh, we were staying at our friend Jody's Casita uh, which was such a fabulous opportunity to have and that's where our dance classes have Mm -hmm. moved and so that was fun like commune living where we would do group dinners and um, had a lot of people in that household with us which was fun for Stella to kind of mix up the transition but also feels really good to be fully transitioned into our rental home where we will be for who knows 12 to 16 months I'm wishful thinking that 16 months will be the cap and then we'll be moved into the home that we are building but it was a rockin' weekend taking a house that was 1,200 square feet larger than this home and fitting everything in. And we have a walkway through the garage, and it's just fine. <laughs> oh, that's why you didn't show me that part. No, we're not opening the garage to. Uh, well, you're an insider, but you know any yep. outsiders yep. for sure. Yeah. And there's a ninja course on the front lawn that I saw as I walked yes. in. Yes, it's beautiful out here, and uh, we have like. 
large buck uh, deer out here and baby deer and they jump the fence and we have longhorn cattle that come up to our high fence back here in the backyard so uh, really just slow pace my blood pressure always goes down once I cross into Hayes County from Travis County the drive does that it's wonderful (laughs) Um, and, and we're just blissed out and excited to explore a whole new community all right. Well, we'll continue to update us. Yeah, things come along. And the only other thing to note yeah. is Miss Stella started kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it's huge. Yeah, it is huge. It's like so official. And so in her sweet school, they have um, you know actual classrooms and hallways, which sounds crazy to say, but like in Austin, a lot of children are actually in like pop up uh-huh. trailer schools. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of shocking. They do that in Houston too. It's a very quote unquote, normal thing for Texas, I suppose, um, or I don't know where or what, but um, it's kind of sad looking when you look at these just like pop-up facilities. And so now she's in like a, a school that has like a corridor and a gymnasium and an art studio and a STEM classroom where they learn about robotics and such. And so she has two specials a day where she gets to like, you know, leave her classroom and walk with the class, probably in single file line and do all the mm-hmm. cute little things. Yeah. Uh, and so that's been so awesome watching her bloom and just get to know her classmates and her teacher and the whole staff at the school are fabulous. So, yes. And I'm not disclosing where she's going to school just for her privacy. So of course. don't DM me and ask me all the things. <laughs> all right. Let's get into our sponsor for today's episode and then we'll finally get to Noah's birthday. Awesome. So uh, we are super stoked to partner with Santa Cruz Medicinals today, which provides cannabidiol or CBD oil that has the ability to modulate or offset your inflammatory response as well as your chronic stress response. So CBD is actually made naturally by the body and the human body is wired with an endocannabinoid system. And so everyone actually produces CBD, but just like anything, when we're demanding things from inflammatory response or from neurological demands, we can get depletion or low levels. And so supplementing with CBD in a quality and potent form is a great way to level up your health and aid in sleep quality, as well as mood management, reducing anxiety, and aiding in immune and inflammatory response. The problem is that many of the CBD products out there are not third-party tested, and that's why we are really happy to partner with Santa Cruz Medicinals. They are all lab-tested, they are all gluten-free, and they use really clean carriers. So they use a beautiful MCT oil that actually still has the phytopigmentation of the antioxidants of coconut. So you'll get that beautiful pink color from the UV um, when there's light exposure to coconut oil, it actually gets that really beautiful pink hue, which is part of that antioxidant property. Um, So they use very clean, pure, pure ingredients and third-party tests to ensure that their CBD does not have levels of THC. So for those of you that are teachers or in the military or are being drug tested, there's no concern that you're going to have a contamination or a positive drug test when you're looking to only use the CBD. So this is a really pure form and it's also potent. At Santa Cruz Medicinals, they recommend actually that you take 
80 to 100 milligrams of CBD daily for a week and see how you feel. And what's shocking is that many products out there give less than like 10 milligrams. So like a 10th mm-hmm. of this 100 milligram challenge dosage. And generally speaking, I will say in clinic, as well as I can testify for myself, about 50 to 80 milligrams is a pretty reasonable dosage. For so long, Becky, we were doing that standard 33 milligram, like in the coffee or tea or a dropper before bed. And honestly, I can can experience efficacy from even a 33 Mm -hmm. to 50 milligram. So 50 to 80 would be more if you're dealing with inflammatory issues, Uh, maybe it's like post-op or um, you're having a lot of fibromyalgia or rheumatoid arthritis. Um, Can be a really powerful way to support you and then they have quality things beyond their clean tinctures they have topical pain salves which are really beautiful I've played with that with menstrual cramps with great success and then they have really potent formulas as well as their deep sleep capsules which I've enjoyed which include uh, the L-theanine and valerian root in there yes good stuff yes so you can go on over to scmedicinals.com Com, um, and use the code Allie Miller RD and you will save 15% off and get free shipping on your first order. Again, that's scmedicinals.com. Use the code Allie Miller RD and you'll save 15% off and get free shipping and bonus. You get to let them know that you learned about them through the Naturally Nourished podcast, which helps us to have sponsors to do all of the cool things for you guys. All right, let's do it. So Allie, I have you asking me the questions for the let's most part it. in this episode, but you've also Love been... An observer of, of Noah's growth and development and seeing him like multiple times a week. So, yes. You know. Noah has been <laughs> such a blessing for our family. I know he's been for your family as well, but just witnessing him and his growth and development and just how wonderful that he was born on all days, uh-huh. September 11th. Um, just a day that I think holds a lot of angst and fear and uh, low vibration or um, sorrow and pain. To have such a ray of light and his middle name being Sun, Noah Sun, um, it's just been such an awesome experience. I can't believe he's one, but watching him develop and grow has been so much fun. And I know, I know Stella has had such a fantastic experience with her, him as like her little brother, essentially. So she thinks. And her little, um, when she wants to give him a kiss on his head, she goes, okay, nobody look. Yeah. I'm going to give Noah a kiss. Oh, and she's like really serious about it. Super, super sweet. Like she remembers to do it. She'll come running back out out to the car. car. Like, Mm -hmm. I forgot to give him a kiss. Look away. It's so, so sweet. So how does it feel, mom, being a mother of a one-year-old? Yeah, it's crazy because it's just such like a time warpy, I think in general, like 2020, 2021, uh-huh. <laughs> or like this, you know, long and also really short um, yep. time. I don't know. Um, but like Jody likes to say, all the cliches are, are true that like the days are long, but the years are short, right? Yes. Um, I can't believe he's one it's been so much fun to watch him grow and like looking back at pictures I can't believe what a little skinny mini he was when he was born he was like long and thin and now he's really filled out he's a big big boy people are like wait he's only one like and he really filled out I will say Uh I mean he's an amazing eater and food obviously accelerated but 
the breastfeeding, he had that down. I feel like once he crossed three months, yeah, he started yeah, yeah. to he get started to rounder up for sure because he was small. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. When I look at those pictures on your wall, like from how yeah. many weeks old was he? Like was three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh my gosh, he was tiny. I and I remember not saying that because moms don't like to hear right. tiny. Right. <laughs> they feel like I birthed a huge thing. Right. <laughs> He's I did. not tiny. I mean, he was seven pounds. Yeah. That's like on the small side, but. Highly recommend it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the perfect size baby. <laughs> yeah, not like my 10 pounder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so fun, so exhausting, just so much everything. And I'm obviously beyond grateful. Like he's just such an anchor to the present moment. Um, and, you know, I can just get lost like playing with him for hours when, you know, things are stressful or I need to release. It's just so much fun. And how crazy to think about, well, probably not a year ago because during pregnancy, I know you think about your baby Mm -hmm. a lot, but imagine like two years ago, isn't it funny prior to motherhood to be like, what did I spend my time thinking about? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because it's like every single, you know, minute essentially Mm -hmm. is a thought process. Or of course, especially when you're engaging with them, it's like, do we have your this, all of the equipment, Uh all of the things, all of the timestamps of like snack time, boop-a-doo. It's wild to think, where did my brain used to go? I don't know. And it's, I hear this from moms all the time, but you like don't remember your life before them. And I feel like I don't. Or it feels like a different level. wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. So let's cover updates on Noah. Uh, Let's talk about where he's at. I mean, just kind of general developmentally, movement and those types of things. Yeah. So much has happened since we last kind of updated or did a deep dive on, on Noah. So he started crawling when we were at the beach, really. Um, so he was around, he was like turning nine months-ish. Hmm. Um, so between eight and nine months started crawling. And of course, as a mom, you're like, is he late? Is he slow? Like he wasn't, he was like crawling backward for so long. And then when it happens, it's like, damn it. Now I have to like really be on uh, just hyper aware. So he's for sure crawling now, bear crawling and like pulling up on every single little thing. Mm-hmm. in the house um we're still in various stages of baby proofing <laughs> yeah I remember giving you, know. you eyes being like it's gonna happen uh-huh, girl uh-huh. and all of a sudden all your pots and pans are gonna yep. be on the floor yep. and I you think... went to the bathroom once and oh yeah can't do that <laughs> um I think we've got all of like two child locks on Byron's like well they take a really long time to, <laughs> to open they're annoying yep they're super annoying but and you're using like those magnet ones yep. right yep yeah yep so yeah pulling up on everything um like we said he's huge and like really really proficient and good at eating good at like 97 percentile right yeah, 97th for weight, 80th for height, and he's been 95th for his head this whole time. So he's finally caught up and surpassed <laughs> the size of his, his head and his big old brain. <laughs> That's yep. right. Yep. Um, so really good at eating, really good at advocating for food. Um, he calls it nana, which I don't really know where that came from. It's the cutest thing. And mm-hmm. I'm sure like I keep you know, uh, I'll say, yes, Nana, you want some, some food you'd like to eat. You're hungry. Trying to give him like more mm-hmm. <laughs> vocabulary words. And I'm sure when he stops saying it, I'm going to be so sad. Cause yeah. it's, it's the cutest thing. It is. Um, super into music. He's got rhythm. Like he does. I, people say it and I can see it now, like coming from, you know, him being at our dance classes when he was younger and he's now too big and mobile too. I was going to say, which, to he, which he used to sit forever and you were like, oh, right. this is going to happen forever. I was like, no, no. he's going to trip people and people are going to fall on top of him. Yep. And he's yep. going to, yep. The few classes where he was like crawling around, it's like, oh, you can't do 
anything. Yoga like, got interesting at the end yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. He's like crawling on top of you during downward dog and child's pose. I mean, it's sweet and cute and you can't get anything done. Um, <laughs> but he loves to dance. He loves music. So we have like music time pretty much every morning. Like that's the first thing that he goes for are the um, drums that he got um, for his birthday. And we he's got, got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got bongos. He's got like the bigger tom-tom drum. He loves both of them. Um, and then he's got his xylophone and like little cymbals that he'll go for and, and play. So we'll play a lot of music. He's got a really rocking booty bounce. Yeah. And he really <laughs> likes, I feel like one of mine and Noah's things, like I do the like, ah, <laughs> at him. And then he like looks at me and then he like does like yep. the like back at me, like body shake bounce party party dance oh, i yeah. love it yep and like his little moves when a song he likes come up comes on it's so cute it's so stupid. and he's pretty boy yeah. like he's really into the vroom vroom yes. vroom was one of his like earlier sounds or connections yeah. with cars right yeah. and he's always looking at like motorcycles oh, yeah. or, or very vehicles. into motorcycles we were just out in the hill country this weekend and there must have been i don't know if people just ride a lot of motorcycles or if there was like a meetup or a rally or sunday is just like motorcycle day but we were watching motorcycles for like 30 minutes yesterday while he was trying to eat his lunch and he was so distracted like every time <laughs> and it's funny pointing between yeah. bites yeah vroom, 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 vroom. like he's got some like uh different intonation different intonation for like car but it's funny it's like it could be a really cool car and then it could be like someone's like van that, you know, or like a Toyota Camry. Excitement. They're all race cars right now. They're all very <laughs> exciting. Um, and then like suitcases with wheels or like, you know, a wheelbarrow, they're all vroom. So I'm sure at some point he'll, he'll get the distinction of yeah. like, that's a cool vroom. That's just like a wheel. <laughs> And now he's like, beyond pulling up, we got him that lawnmower with mm-hmm. bubbles that I saw you guys yeah. build. He loves bubbles, A, yeah. but like yeah. pushing a lot of like the walker kind of yeah. things. He was rooming those. That's what oh, I was yeah. thinking of, yeah. the connection of the wheels. Yeah, super into and just figured out like how to turn and kind of pivot them because cool. before it was like, into the wall. oh, crash into the wall, crash <laughs> into the coffee table. And our house is pretty small. So like we were having to run and like help him correct. Um, but he's got it now where he can like pick it up and be autonomous and pretty soon he'll be doing little like circles all around our yeah and that's helping with his balance and all that um so yeah lots of that lots of bubbles tons of outside time especially we got a deck built like toward the end of the summer right before his birthday so we've been out there like as much as humanly possible which is fantastic definitely getting my hour plus of outdoor time and now, now it's finally pleasant uh-huh. I mean it's yeah. getting into the like <laughs> high 80s low 90s on peak heat but like we're waking up at like 60 degrees yeah. or yeah. cooler so it's so wonderful oh, to yeah. watch the sunrise or sunset <laughs> yes brisk baby yeah awesome uh, and super into balls that's the other like big ball, interest ball. that was one oh, of those yeah. early words too. it was an early word and now it's like ball 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 like as soon as he sees I still have the um ball pit that you got him for his birthday that we had up had set up like with tunnels and all kinds of like a whole maze um set up at his party and we kept the ball pit with like the basketball hoop mm-hmm. so he's now like dunking the balls yeah. or throwing them in the hoop um he also is very into 
putt, 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 which is golf. Love it. So he's got a golf set. And Byron's like, excited yep, about that. Yep. Anything that's Byron's all about yeah. like nurturing that. He's like, <laughs> yeah. we're taking him to the putt, we, putt course. We went to the we're course. Gonna... <laughs> we um, putted on the green. He came and crawled around the driving range. I did not see any other babies or know if that's acceptable golf etiquette, but... Oh, we have to schedule a date to Dreamland in Dripping Springs because they have all the cool mini golf and like sculptures and stuff. So we'll love that. He'll love that. We won't get through a full game. So what other words? So (laughs) we named a couple like ball and putt-putt and nana. Um, What are the other big words? Or what were his first like top three words? I mean, Dada came first, first. (sighs) Like there were some words and like he would say wow a lot, Uh which I noticed he hasn't been saying lately. I want it to come back <laughs> um, wow and cool were like very early on but I think had no real meaning yeah um, dada was like the first word with meaning and attachment to a human of course and so it was like after that pushing him to say mama for like three yep. months and he finally did um, we were out to dinner I remember it. we were like at this sushi and Japanese place and he finally started saying mama now looking back, he might have been saying more food, but because more also sounds a lot like mama. Yeah. Uh, but I teared up. I was like, oh my God, I have to he get this it. on video. He finally did it. I've been waiting. Um, so mama, dada, Stella actually is one of his other like first humans before you guys or oh, grandparents. Yeah. Like Stella is Yeah, I think thing. she was in the top five words <laughs> yep. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How does he do it? Stella. 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 Uh-huh. Yep. And it's very distinct yep. to Stella. Yep. Whereas, yep, I feel like. And mama's distinctively you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And sometimes dad does other things. It's everything. It's every man. <laughs> like, that sorry, he Byron. By. And he calls people in the grocery store dada. And I'm like, and he's loud. Like, you know, they don't have any concept of their volume or right. like public spaces. So he's like the, yep, the guy at Central Market who gets our fish every week is dada. I'm like, he is a dada. And he's a man. Maybe. But maybe he's not, a dada. Well, he, he has five boys, he's told me. Oh, he told you. the same guy. Okay, got it. You know the fish <laughs> But, guy. like, you can't assume otherwise. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, uh-oh is really big. Like, that cause Love and effect. That. It's so funny. Like, he'll drop stuff, obviously, on purpose now and, and a big game of fetch. But even if he sees someone, like, place something down or, or I drop something, like, he's right around the corner with, uh-oh. Oh, and he says it over and over. He's even said it like in his sleep, which is so oh. funny. <laughs> um, and else? I love his no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he says no, 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 but he does the be- the like so funny no, 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 yeah. like sassy finger oh, yeah. finger wave. I know, no, no. no. I, I taught him that. I'm not sure. I mean, it's the cutest thing ever. Not sure if I'll, I'll regret it, but um, the finger point with no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Like anytime he's into something, he shouldn't be. And then now it's funny and he gets a laugh out of it. So it's kind of oh, yeah. becoming more of a thing. It's a thing. And it's Stella's thing. favorite Noah word is, wa- well, she says he said, wata <laughs> one time, which <laughs> he says, have. now he always says, wah, 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 wah. And he's de- definitely like pointing at and saying, it's usually when he's eating and he's like, yep. I want my water bottle. Yep. Um, but Stella swears he said, wata. Yeah. <laughs> She'll look uh, at me and be like, remember that one time when Noah said, oh, yeah. wata. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he did. He gets his teas sometimes. And then all the animal sounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he's so smart. Watch this trick. And for a while, it was like everything was lion sounds. So then wow. I had to, you know, we're at the grocery store and there was like a fake cow and goat set up by the dairy section. And he's pointing at them and going, Wah! and I'm like, oh, no, we got to learn cow. We got to mm-hmm. learn <laughs> goat. So he's got elephant. He's got you yeah. know, the dog with like the pant. Which is really, really cute, especially... Teach him the fish mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a cute one. 
He's got all those. His cat sound is really funny because our, our cat is very high pitched. Like it's more of like a scream. So whenever he sees her, he's just like, ah! like not a meow at all. But that's what cats say. Um, so awesome. Yeah, those are those Love are his it. words. He's got like twenty plus words, and then if you count animal sounds, probably like thirty, which is you know in my research pretty advanced. We're we're winning the baby She's race. Baby right here. <laughs> and let's talk foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, we know that that makes it happen. Yep. Um, so we're, you know, still just leading with, um, savory, obviously, um, always giving him his protein and vegetable component of meals, you know, first. And we've gotten more, I think, complex with the flavors now that he's demonstrated like, you know, skill and ability to eat all different, you know, textures and things. Um, and his pincer grasp is, is awesome. He's really starting to want to use a spoon and a fork, um, mostly taking ours off of <laughs> our plates. And then, um, you know, we have his like Noah size ones that are more of an, uh, Oh, kind of mm-hmm. prop. Um, but starting to learn to use fork and spoon, um, we're just experimenting with more like complexity of how do you flavors. do it? spaghetti squash? I see this in your notes. Um, yeah, he liked the meat better. <laughs> I bet. I, well, just because the Stelly would the always stringy. call stringy. Yeah. 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 The stringiness, um, he liked it when it was like mixed in with, um, so we did it with like an organ bolognese sauce because I sneak in that organ blend really wherever I can with mm-hmm. him just for the the nutrient density. Um, so if it's mixed in with that and not as distinguishable, he's into it. If it's by itself, Got it, it gets ignored, but pretty much everything gets ignored. And, and, you know, if there's meat on the plate, he's a carnivore boy and mm-hmm. I'm really okay with that for now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he does pretty good. He loves like roasted broccoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And broccoli, I feel like cauliflower, it's a seasoned roasted veg. Yep, kind of yep. thing. Zucchini was big for a mm-hmm. while, so I'm just making sure that he gets all of those, you know, textures and and even like bitter compounds. So we'll do meatballs and we'll put like, you know, a ton of herbs, so like green onion, parsley, cilantro in them, um, and then we'll add kale or something like that to get like some green veg in there. Um, we did grouper with like oranges the other yeah. night and like. You know, just super fun flavor profiles. Liver He's pâtés, eating like hit. an adult. Yeah. Yep, pretty much better than a lot of adults. Messier, I know, much messier, <laughs> but nutrient density yeah. and complexity yeah. better. Yeah. And and how about did you do the kimchi challenge? That's what I was just thinking of because I know that's like a very Korean tradition. Is it supposed to be the first birthday or first food oh, or what's the? I think just in the first year. Okay. It's like one of the first foods we gave him. So you're supposed to wash it off so it's not spicy. That is the one thing okay. I'll say. Like. We're not doing spicy yet. I think Except that's for that pretty... one black bean incident. Yeah, we, we had an incident. Um, he'll probably never forget it. Um, we're, <laughs> we were out for tacos and I was like, oh, we'll get him refried black beans. He likes those. And like, that's a good, you know, safe bet at this place we've never been to. And we gave him a bite before we <laughs> tried it. And it wasn't like hot spicy. It was more of like a slow burn, like chipotle, like, yeah. smoky. Habanero or something. Yeah. Something in there. We couldn't figure out like why he was screaming all of a sudden. We're like, do you want more? Do you want more? <laughs> he must be really hungry. It was, oh, poor it was like our one incident where we were like, should we leave this? this restaurant because he's usually like pretty mm-hmm. easy well behaved I mean granted our dinners are like 30 minutes in and out right. but <laughs> and you can't even say behave until they're really right, like right, two right well one and a half yep. I feel like there's is no, when they're really no testing reason. boundaries <laughs> yes goodness it's all coming yeah. it's all coming I know but yeah. right now with the mobility and now with teething let's kind of talk about how that's evolving and 
like things that you're doing to help to survive a dinner out. And I know now you're obviously switching up your game with like the diaper bag essentials of like the activities and kinetics and things that like he can move around, things that hold his attention. So let's talk about some of those things. I think that's helpful for people. It used to be like we could get away with like the same stuffy. Yeah, and he might just nap. Like (laughs) you might might breastfeed him and lay him down. Right, right, (laughs) right. Exactly. Cocktail out of Um, this. But now it's very much, there's strategy involved Uh for sure. Um, We just recently started doing full apples with him, which is great. Um, He only gets through like half of it. um, But... You know, we'll, we'll, I'll take a bite and then hand him the apple and that buys us like a whole, you know, drink while we're waiting for our entree to come or, or an appetizer round for us. Um, so he's super into that, but even preceding that, I'll usually try to do like a book or a toy prior. Mm -hmm. So we have like the magnetiles that I keep those in the diaper bag that we can like build and just kind of shake around. Um, he's got those leapfrog books so the no emf books that you like can touch a word um stella's actually been like "Ooh, i want to play with the spanish version so it's got english and spanish and um, battery powered battery powered Mm -hmm. it's got like a fun little song that you press the star button and he like dances um and then goes through you know animal sounds and cars and trucks and planes and like all of the stuff that He's into so that's a good like ten minute trip, right. fifteen. Maybe. Then the apple buys time, and <laughs> then lucky. you bust out the meats. Exactly, such. exactly, and and um, you know, just kind of like feeding him slowly throughout mm-hmm. <laughs> the meal, not putting it all in front of him at once. We still save um, blueberries or blackberries have been the recent like big thing, um, and they're they're often harder to come by and more expensive. So I'm like, damn mm-hmm. it, the blueberries mm-hmm. are easier. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we're going through like multiple Costco sized things of, of berries, like every yes. single. <laughs> That's a way to keep them engaged week. and kind of yep. when they're starting to burn out a little bit. But he eats like so much of his day is eating, I feel like, compared uh-huh. to most. Like he will eat and he's actually eating for an actual 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Which is to me hilarious. Like I, I just, from what I've witnessed, a Stella obviously, and then from my nannying days, like usually it was like fifteen mm-hmm. max. Yep, yep. Um, it's a multi-course going at it situation, and mm-hmm. like we take a pause for blueberries and mm-hmm. you know pauses for water and whatnot. But it's it's a thing. It's really fun. And now where is he at with teeth? How many does he have? Um, he's got six all together, fully in, and then another one poking out on the um bottom as of like this week um and his molars his one-year-old molars look like really really swollen i do think he was experiencing some molar action like over his his birthday birthday for sure Mm because he was just not himself in in any way shape or form and like really like you know tugging on his ears but no ear infection and and, more than pressure chomping and drooling and Mm. all of the things so um for teething we've been doing a lot of the um frozen mango in the silicone uh fruit holders that i'll make sure i link in Mm -hmm. the episode notes you guys turned us on to those and they are a lifesaver um so we put like frozen mango frozen grapes frozen cherries sometimes um and just kind of like keep refilling yeah that guy and it's helpful because it also like numbs them right um, so we'll often do that if Pre-meal. he is experiencing that's been a thing lately that he'll like take a bite of something and then you can just tell it's like hurting oh, and he'll yeah. pull it out of his mouth or like certain textures that he normally 
likes he's not as into mm-hmm. um so that's when we'll bring out the the fruit net and like do that pre-meal it's also an activity it buys you five yeah, minutes totally <laughs> or like while i'm making dinner and he's like screaming for food it's a good way to yeah like but it's an analgesic so yep. yeah it really will yep. create that numbing and and reduce the inflammation and then he's better able to use his palate with the eating experience and um, you've been doing more of the amber necklace. Yeah, I've yeah. kept it on him. I was really hesitant just because when he was really little, you know, it seemed like there was too much space um, in it that he could like wedge his hand. I don't know. I'm sure I was just being like an over worried mom. Um, still, my mother's like, you don't put him in that to sleep, right? Um, so don't listen, mom. <laughs> and I was always um, like, oh, just put it on yeah, his ankle. Yeah. It's fine. Well, they especially overnight. I feel like that's when the, the teething pain mm-hmm. is the most there is a circadian flow Mm -hmm. for sure um and that's when like you know he had been up around his birthday he's now sleeping great again um but around his birthday he had been up because he was sick also and then like a week after that getting up at like 1 a.m 3 a.m um definitely with with teething pain and that's when i was like i'm gonna just keep this on him Mm -hmm. at all times well and i think you'll even see the difference i'm not sure if you've experienced this yet but definitely the molars Mm -hmm. as they cut um there's more acidity in the body period and so you know they're gonna have often softer stools Mm -hmm. and um or even some coloration or just acidity variants that you can tell and i feel like that's where the succinic acid of the amber really helps like i would notice that like if we were a couple days off and she was in a peak teething Mm -hmm. time then she'd have like looser stools and i was like oh that's an indicator that your body's more inflamed and probably in more pain. Yep. Yep. And so that was a thing to watch. And we would double down on Stella's um, omega-3. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you've been doing too when you feel like he's more in pain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep it in the fridge so I can't always remember to yeah. like grab it. But I should do it more during meal times. That would be the, the optimal optimal time. Um, but yeah, for sure when he is experiencing pain. And then I've also done the, um, I think it's Camilla brand homeopathic teething drops. Um, they have chamomile in there just to like, you know, help to mellow out. Um, and then there's this, I think it's called pumpkin or maybe it's pumpkin, but it's like a cute (laughs) name that someone turned me on to. Um, it's a a teething topical, um, for their gums. It's got like a little bit of clove in there. I think actually, um, peppermint to create that like menthol kind of Mm -hmm. numbing, um, sensation and then some chamomile to just mellow them out as well. So I've done those things too, but I think the, the frozen mango is really the, yeah. And the most enjoyable for him, I'm sure flavor profile wise. Yeah. And, um, we did chamomile tea that we'd brew extra concentrated Mm -hmm. and then we would take washcloths, soak them and put them in the freezer. And then we had like this little, um, we would like tie them in a knot, and so she'd hold those. That was another trick where you could yeah. like, the freeze when yeah, it was yeah. really bad. Yeah, again, not as tasty, but yeah. I wonder if he he was not into that when I tried it, like with his smaller teeth. But I wonder if he'd get right. into it now because he'll play tug of war with the washcloth with uh-huh. me, like in the bathtub. Yeah, <laughs> I bet now at a puppy. year. Yeah, because I feel like you, you tried that maybe like nine months yeah. or so, and now he yeah. would get the connection of like, oh, this helps. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about speaking of the year, his birthday party, yeah. which was. Just <laughs> Becky does not go slow or low. Like this was like I, I walked in, I was like, oh, um, <laughs> I helped make some of the food and and then helped make some stuff mm-hmm. at her home. But like there were like a million balloons, like too not, many, too not many balloons 10, is the reflection. Not um. twenty, like a million. And and I went with her to Party City or something like that and thought like that was the decor, but it oh, was no. like a, a, a fifth of the decor <laughs> that was purchased for this jungle birthday blowout you know especially uh, like 
this year I've been all about creating magic even for like these chilly holidays that like he won't remember um that's something I remember like my mom always doing like on our birthdays she always had like you know balloons hanging when we came down in the morning you know for breakfast or whatever and there was always a special like pancake and something like that um so I'm like I want to create like all of the magic and maybe I went overboard on <laughs> balloon garlands and um helium balloons and animal balloons but there was just so much good stuff like once I once I dug into the the theme it was just (laughs) and I mean we're also trying to ride the waves of uh distraction from COVID idiots a hundred percent so a hundred percent um yes every time you see something ridiculous you just bought another jungle theme exactly (laughs) exactly I'm like up with my glass of wine like well we won't use all of this I can totally return some of it and Byron's like watching the package it just come in nothing has been returned so and this was the first time that a lot of Byron's family met Noah and also the first time that they came to your new home so that was a whole thing so let's go through the flow it was basically like a week plus or maybe still going (laughs) um birthday celebration which is how I like to do things birthday month anyway um but Byron's parents and uh they had met Noah for like 12 hours because we had a flight out from the east coast and they came up and and met us for like two meals and and a drive to the airport and that had just been Um, like a week or two prior right so pretty much yeah freshy fresh yep and then his sister and her husband had not met him yet so they all came down i think like thursday and friday um so we were entertaining you know doing like wine and cheese at our house and then um went out to Korean food here in Austin. Um, we rented a boat on Lake Travis, which was a fun adventure, although it's always fun. <laughs> Noah was not feeling great, so it wasn't like as um, as fun as it normally is, but a good way to like, you know, see. And it was hot. Like yeah. the weekend of his was birthday was 100 literally 100 degrees. every day. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like record breaking temperatures yeah. for, and then of course, like the temperature broke like within of course, a few days of that. Um, but it was super hot. We had, you know, people in, um, from all over, my mom was able to come in, which was fantastic. And really the whole weekend was like focused on preparing for this epic birthday event. So everyone was making floral arrangements and I'm very um, fortunate that my in-laws are florists. So I bought all these like big like the um monstera monstera leaves and birds of paradise and all yes. these things that i'm like they'll know what to do with it, it looked beautiful <laughs> um yeah all the balloons we had um copal incense going which is like very yeah. reminiscent of tulum um, but also <laughs> helps with the mosquito yes. um, population we had two pools a sprinkler uh water table going for the kiddos and i think there were like seven eight kids Mm -hmm. there of of all ages between younger than noah to like age seven eight or so Mm -hmm. um so we had a climbing maze ball pit set up somebody was doing balloon animals it was just a bubbles yeah bubble 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 maker yeah yeah yeah. giant bubbles yep yep so we had like stations all around um the yard of all of those outdoor things and yes it was hot but we made it work and (laughs) You did cater the protein from Mum Foods, which yeah. was delicious barbecue. And it was like brisket, smoked sausage, and chicken, which all was really good. The smoked chicken was really fabulous. Um, I used to get their half or quartered chickens yeah. at the farmer's yep. market. Yeah. 
And then of course, too much food is always the always. I made way too much cabbage slaw. Oh yeah, I did like a cabbage <laughs> slaw with like the the lime cumin vinaigrette and some mango in there and cilantro and use purple cabbage just to give yep. it a little bit of color. And then I made Brady's uh, street corn salad uh, that I think went through. Um, there was not leftovers. There never is of street no, corn. No, no. Uh, and then um, sides, which worked really well, like guac and crudite of raw veggies that we cut up, like rainbow carrots and radishes and all the fun stuff. And then queso and chips, of course, also because Texas. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and then beverage-wise, uh, you made a watermelon margarita, which yeah. you know, went super fast. Um, it was delightful, really nice. Um, I had a blueberry lemonade, um, so I made like a honey simple syrup um, with blueberry and some lavender that we have growing. Um, so that was really nice. And then um, lots of natural wine as well. Yes. And on the touch of that, what we have discovered recently from as like a, I believe it's a partner of Dry Farm mm-hmm. Wines is this Bolixer, which Bolixer is this botanical blend of dry farmed wine with herbs. So they blend in things like nettle or lavender or elderflower or dandelion, which actually supports your liver. And then that's all paired in synergistic profile blends with a natural wine. And it is a beautiful plant powered delight to sip on and it's also lower alcohol they have some that are still and some that are effervescent or slightly bubbled like the elderflower white sparkling is really nice and the percent alcohol instead of being like 12 to 13 or 11 to 13 like you'd see in a bottle of wine is like six okay and so it's a really fun sip option that you can do like out on the patio or if you've had a bottle of wine maybe with your partner and you want a little bit something else fun but you don't want that morning hangover a great thing to play with i'm gonna definitely incorporate belixir when i do my women's retreat which we'll talk about that in another episode but sometime in the spring and that'll be something that everyone who attends can sip but i will put a link in the show notes um, with a code that you could save on your first order of belixir again it's basically botanicals and dry farmed wines and lower alcohol clean sipping and also getting some kind of food as medicine boost mm-hmm. from those botanical players yes and like really pretty label art of course yes. that always gets me it'd be great for like a, a wedding shower yes. or uh, maybe a baby shower or something like that too. totally yep. totally awesome and then let's talk about dessert yes so jody shout out to the cake lady she's I like i just she want is. this to be my job i'm just doing it so she's she the one stella's. that yeah. got the cake for stella's birthday and and they picked it out together her like rainbow um cake um so she got a gluten-free cake from um ty fresh who has a full gluten-free um and refined sugar-free bakery um and she did blueberry uh, so it was like a blueberry fresh compote on the top and then the vanilla icing was also infused with blueberry and people were like why is this cake pink I'm like that's because it's blueberry that's the color it's got that like pinky purple mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't bright blue um that we're used to for like a boy's yeah. birthday yeah. cake but we did um, cake and cupcakes from there, um, and I wasn't planning to, I, I mean, I was planning to give it to Noah, but knowing that he had been sick, I wasn't planning to have him actually eat it. 
I didn't think he would because he hadn't had much of an appetite, like, you know, the whole weekend, like leading into it. And we sang happy birthday. We put one of the cupcakes in front of him and let him do like the little smash thing. And I got distracted and like turned around to talk to someone, I think, or take a photo or something. Um, and I turn around and I'm like, oh, the whole thing is just <laughs> he took it to the house. Gone. Um, so, you know, it was gluten free. It was, I believe, dairy free and free of refined sugar. And I was like, that's good enough and fine, but won't let him eat any leftover. I was proud of you for doing that with entertaining and not going again as crazy as I did with my mashed banana coconut oil cake, which I will link for you purists. Yep. (laughs) No, I I did not do the the purist thing. It was like, it's good ingredients. It's going to be fine. And I really didn't think, especially the icing was like pretty, you know, like buttercreamy, sweet, um, kind of icing. I'm sure there was powdered sugar of some persuasion in it. I didn't think he would do that because he hasn't ever had that sweet. Right. Right. He's had some ice cream bites here and there. And they run yep. sweet for me, to be yep. honest. I, I'm um I think they, they are a beautiful bakery, but I've never finished a thing from there. Right. I always go, hmm. Yep. Like I did a for Brady's birthday a Greek yogurt cheesecake yeah, with only raw honey. Amazing. And that's like amazing. my flavor profile. Yep. I'll link that too for those yeah. of you that have like a yeah, yeah. dairy option for a clean low totally. sugar cake. So let's talk a little bit more about Porno's immune hit. So like the week prior even to this birthday brigade, which was prior to his actual birthday, he was coming down with something and was yeah. really gunky and RSV was really high yep. on the rise. However, he's like never spent any time in daycare. Right. So it's possible like you were joking about the Costco uh, you know, cart that he's sucking on. The, I was trying, I was like <laughs> racking my brain. I'm like, where did he get this? So he had a runny nose for like a week, but no other symptoms, just like mostly clear mucus, got a little like yellowy greeny. And that's really where I ramped up on his immune support. And then it started to like go away. So I thought we were in the clear and I was, I was racking my brain. I was like, well, he licked the cart at Costco um, <laughs> and he had been around another baby friend like a week before that um and and you know who knows like and that baby friend was in daycare he is in daycare yeah 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 yeah. so I mean either way doesn't matter you don't want him to be isolated bubble boy you want to get all the things exactly I was I was kind of like this is good like I'm grateful beyond his his um you know two-day stint with what we believe to be COVID um hadn't really been ill ever right um and so he was great it seemed like up until like the Thursday, Friday leading into the birthday. And of course, as family was arriving, I'm like, something is not right. He just wasn't himself. He was like more fussy, lethargic. Well, now it's like after he passed the cough, because the cough was the weekend before where he was kind of like deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's so, when you started what? Cell antioxidants at I that just time? Cellular prior? antioxidants, um, vitamin C. So opening like the bio C plus capsules, um, elderberry. I found some like liquid baby zinc from, I think it's Mary Ruth who makes all like the liquid yeah. mm-hmm. baby stuff that you can just get over the counter at, you know, like HEB Central Market. Um, so I was doing all of that in addition to uh, the vitamin D balance blend, which is his normal supplement. But I went up to like one milliliter, probably two to three times a day. So really mega dosing on, on the vitamin D this whole time. Um, I started opening capsules of the Rebuild Spectrum and yep. Restore Baseline Probiotic when the cough all started. So we kind of had all of that in mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was also doing a lot of the um, Frida Baby Saline Nasal Spray and like their Snot Sucker. I was doing um, 
per your suggestion, um, I forgot I had a special diffuser for him. So I was doing like humidifier and then um, diffuser with essential oils of eucalyptus to kind of help to break up that cough. Nice. So you're getting that herbal expectorant. And then that passed. And then as family was coming, then he was starting to get fever. He had a fever, yeah. And And I'm like, this is the first time that I... I've knowingly had him with a a fever and, and, you know, temp checked him and kind of lethargic. That's what you kind of picked up on. Yeah. I'm like, damn it. I thought it was over. I thought we were in the clear. I've been supplementing his face off. Um, so he did, he got up to like one of two, one of three, um, and mostly spiking like, you know, in the evening. So we just did a lot of skin to skin. I, breastfed, you know, was planning to, to really have him weaned by age one. And then I was like, this is not going to happen. So I breastfed, you know, on demand and, and just gave him a ton of fluids, um, did a lot of bone broth popsicles during that time. I had actually made them for, um, the blogs that we will be featuring. So yeah, had those on hand for him, like one with elderberry and cherry and then like a mango vitamin C blend um, that he was pretty into. And those can be like chopped into those fruit nuts right. too yes. for cleaner yeah. it was or, easier or less to mess, do that. I guess yep. I would say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of frozen mango for that vitamin C and just like the, the fluids. Um, and I would do smoothies um, at least once a day with like all of those immune support. Yeah. I was going to say, let's talk about that <laughs> as a fail yeah. and a win because I think that's important for moms to know like what you learned in that process process of when you're trying to mega dose for concentrates is it I personally believe that it's best to do like a tiny bite yes. like literally a tablespoon max probably yep. a teaspoon of like coconut yogurt yep. or smoothie concentrate and then mix it and then you kind of just shove the spoon in their mouth kind yep. of thing yep because that's what worked better there's the volume a lot of, of messed... smoothies was a lot of leftover and I was like well if he gets half of it like that's pretty yeah. solid but you don't know if you want to know they're that they're getting. they're getting the dose right you want to dose them in a very yep. concentrated form because I think a lot of moms will get frustrated and sad and then be like wait yeah what you know yep. and, and six ounces is left behind oh yeah so I, I ended up um doing the coconut yogurt with elderberry in it to give it a little bit more Sweet. flavor and mm-hmm. kind of hide the especially the cellular antiox I tasted it a bunch yep. myself during this time and it's it's fine. It's just not super pleasant. Right. Um, and the bio C is like really, really sour. Um, but yeah, a tablespoon of that and like a teaspoon of elderberry for like a little flavor boost. And And you're doing that like twice a day in the concentrate. So he was getting like one capsule split in half of cell antiox and then like one capsule twice of bio C and then all the other things that you noted. Yeah. And then the, the, probiotics went in there so it was a lot of like powder volume to get into yes so it's going to become <laughs> anyway a tablespoon and a half minimum right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah kind of three bites of like the and that yeah. would be good to do probably between the blueberries while he's eating so he like has this chaser kind of yeah. thing for flavor exactly all yeah. the stuff and then it seemed as if really as a family came and all that that it transpired from whatever mystery virus mm-hmm. it was prior to fifth's disease because he cut that rash and I think that's another thing to kind of maybe discuss with moms of unvaccinated babies, right. the, the like anxiety and thought process, oh, yeah. if you don't mind sharing, because you had people in your ears being like, oh my gosh, it's mumps, it's measles. It's, my mom is like, <laughs> I Googled it, it's measles. He's got the plague um, and it's and, all your fault. You and know? it was it's like, oh. funny, like we were out on the boat the night before, it was Saturday night and like I saw like a little maybe, I was like, oh, it's heat rash or something, like kind of just prickly heat on his cheeks and kind of had that like rosy 
cheek look. Like, it's just hot and he's tired and we shouldn't have done this boat, but we couldn't cancel the rental, you know, la la la. We cut it down to an hour and a half anyway, instead of four. Um, but he woke up literally the day of his party um, and seemed like he was feeling better, but was like covered in a full body, you know, seemed like it started on the face. And then as I undressed him and changed his diaper, it was like all groin area mm-hmm. and belly and the hot back, spots. Um, full body rash. And I'm like, okay, well now I have to tell everyone that he's got something. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, there are eight plus children planning to come and some, you know, of the mamas are, are, you know, more comfortable and different fear levels and whatnot. And, and I haven't really, you know, had the discussion like, oh, we're delaying vaccination, but people don't ask you. So you don't necessarily reveal that or they shouldn't a close friend. Um, so of course having that like in, uh, my, my ear and from the family, like Give him this. My mother-in-law told me to put hand sanitizer on him for the rash. Oh my goodness. like, I do that for, you know, when I have something on my hand, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, (laughs) And she like subtly left the bottle behind and then was also recommending like all of these herbal remedies that I'm like, I don't have these like (laughs) Korean herbal teas just like up my sleeve. I'd be into it if you had them available. But like today's the day of his party. I just want him to like feel good Um, and for his skin not to look so rashy, but yeah, my mom was Googling, was like, it could it could be measles. It started behind his ears. That's what they say about measles. And so I ended up taking a bunch of photos. I texted them immediately to you, um, to a friend who is a um, school nurse and has seen, you know, I'm sure the gamut of things mm-hmm. with, with children, um, and to a nurse um, that was on call for his doctor's office. So I was like, let me just get like a diagnosis to feel better about this. And they said either fifths or roseola were the two that came up, which are very common, you know, infant viruses that there's really nothing that you can do other than keep them comfortable. And it typically is that timeline of like, they'll run with like runny nose for a while and then spike a fever. And as soon as the fever leaves, that rash rash kind of shows up. Yeah. Um, So that was, that was kind of the (laughs) The big reveal of it's not it's not measles. Um, it was either fifths or it's not or, the Rona. Yeah. Yep. And so I I did text all the mamas, you know, just to be proactive. Like, hey, Noah woke up with a rash this morning. He has been sick. I've been assured that you know after forty eight hours fever free, he should not be contagious. But just want to let you know, mm-hmm. just in case, because you don't want to be the typhoid Mary mama. Um, no. And that added like a whole <laughs> layer of stress to an already sure. very um, stressful time. So I probably spent like three hours of the morning that was supposed to be getting ready for right. his party, you know, between like attending to him and then like playing, you know, phone tag with all this, mm-hmm. these various <laughs> sources of support. Um, and of course, by like the next day, he was totally fine. Like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Timing. The photos yeah. turned out just fine yep. and he had yep. a blast. Oh yeah. And- it's like, I'm going to have to Photoshop. And like, <laughs> mostly I just felt bad for him because he wasn't himself and like was you know more I'm sure there would have been that like stranger danger why are there 30 freaking people in my house anyway some of whom I have never right met and they all want to talk to me and they all want to sing to me like singing happy birthday was a little (laughs) sad I think he was crying um and just you know all of that like he was he was sucking his thumb like all day and yeah on mama (laughs) yeah that's what I commented on the picture like he never sucks his thumb but you could tell it was like very soothing and um I was also like 
on eggshells, like not wanting to stress you further. But I was like, when I came over, I think your mom was feeding him outside. I was like, this baby needs to be inside. We need to do a a, a bath, not a cold bath, but a bath in, you know, room temp water and bring him down and and washcloth around his neck. Because I was like... It's not that it's going to help necessarily his illness, but just the rash. Right, right. <laughs> just trying to calm right. the skin so oh, that yeah. you felt good about yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, we're going to get this baby by a fan. It's all good. <laughs> Goodness. And then let's talk about lastly on the birthday party uh, and, and maybe birthday brigade, whatever, um, the Korean tradition with yeah. what you lay in front of them. Because I think that was kind of special and cool. Yeah. It's called, um, I might be butchering this, but I think it's called a doljabi. Um, and I, I guess other cultures do it as well because I had a bunch of people um message on Instagram like oh what did he choose like it seemed like a familiar thing but essentially you um put in front of the baby um different objects that represent either like a passion or a career choice or or just trajectory of of their life um and they're supposed to choose I think between one and like the first three things that they touch are you know supposed to influence their their future career um and so we had a stethoscope a um gavel because my um sister-in-law is like attorney father in law is a judge um so he brought his his like real gavel out we had a stethoscope we had um cotton thread that's supposed to represent a long life there were golf balls a basketball a maybe different kind of ball. I don't really remember. Baseball, perhaps. Um, and then you can put money out. So my mother-in-law is like, make sure it's a hundred dollar bill at least. Like, you <laughs> He's know, gonna be a big banker bucks. Or um, so I think that was it. I'd have to look back at, at the pictures, but he chose the gavel first. That was the first thing he, mm-hmm. he reached for um, because it's like a hammer and that's yeah. fun to hit things yep. with. So maybe, and then wasn't you know, it a stethoscope? Cause stethoscope I was like, you're going to take on yeah, the family yeah, yeah, bears, yeah, Estella. Yeah, <laughs> I remember making yeah. that joke. And then ball. Uh, yeah. of course. Cause I was shocked always... to go for ball first. Yeah. Me too. Me I think too. better omen, if you will. Yeah. So, and let's talk we'll about self-care of riding the waves of all of that. So obviously the stress of entertaining in-laws and, um, 40 people, um, and getting the deck built overnight and having a sick baby. Yeah. What did you level up yourself? Do everything at once. We always do that. And we were in the middle of this program launch too. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It was Um, happening. So, um, yeah, it was, I felt a pretty dynamic stress hit. Like the day of the party you got there and I was like, thank God. Like (laughs) I just need a human. Nothing's freaking done. And like, I was hearing imaginary doorbell ringing. Like I was like, oh, my dopamine is like surging through the roof. You're like, go have a margarita, take a Gabacom. And like, you made me take a, I took, yep. I took a common clear, which I never take during the day anymore. Um, and I think it was probably helpful and, and very much needed, but I had like that three to four days once everyone left of just like that fly on the wall adrenaline surge. I'm like, Oh my God, I wonder my, what my adrenals are doing. Right yes. now. <laughs> um, just feeling like there's a, like a wet blanket pulled over your, your head. Um, so I was definitely doing like more adrenal support in that kind of post time. I was not as proactive with my supplements going into it, just having people around having Noah sick. I was supplementing his face off and probably like yeah. missing doses of my stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was a, a little bit of a miss. Um, but yeah, all the adrenal support, all of the adaptogen boost just to kind of like get all, out of that hole. And then I did a few nights of sleep support just to reset. Um, once Noah started sleeping through 
the night again because it took yeah. about like so another you could allow yourself the deep rest week. that you yeah. Did. yeah yeah because yeah. I was just yeah. like on hyper you know mom mode and any one of those things would be stressful enough <laughs> and since we're talking about you yeah. let's talk a little bit of an update on where you are postpartum wise and um, I know recently you just did your basically at like a year out or I guess he was 11 months when you ran your neurohormone yeah. complete plus and that was what like have you had three menstrual cycles or four at that was that your fourth one that you collected probably he's I forgot I when you got your period back at seven months postpartum. okay okay yeah seven months I got my period back um and like had you know one regular cycle then like one really like long 50 days or cycle. something yeah. yeah 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 and then maybe one and um, one and that was it and then two more like semi-regular um so I was like eh, it might be time to like I did my micronutrient at the same time um and like ordered it all around you know nine months but probably didn't get it actually done until right before and his, lucky his actually birthday. did all this the prior month versus his actual month uh-huh. of the one year it because that would have had so much more stress yeah. this was like pre the ramp up of the program yeah. pre him he being ill at all yeah. all the things yeah and so what were kind of the outcomes? What were you surprised to see? And um, what well, were the big I highlights? Was like, I was like pretty darn good for someone who's a new mom and facing, you know, pandemic stress and like all right. of the, the things. My cortisol actually looked better than it ever, ever has. Adrenal um, phase one. And you were like I've flatline phase I've always been flatline phase three, like in the just. I think you had a two once, like maybe, pre, pre maybe. Like, like when you yeah. were rocking okay. and, you know, like maybe in 2019 okay. pre-pregnancy, yeah. I think. Because I, I remember we were so yeah, proud. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. like, look at you. Yeah. And and my um, cortisol cascade, like going from being completely yes. flat in the morning. Um, I don't know how much of that is just adrenaline surge of must get out of bed. Yeah. But I think that has been like part of it of like I have to get up I have to get moving I have to like start my day earlier there's not the option to snooze and and sleep in maybe on a rare weekend if Byron wants to take him for a run but not really Mm -hmm. um and I will um very intentionally get some movement in first thing in the morning so um either just like going outside watering plants like getting sunlight exposure and doing some grounding or you know getting straight out for a walk with Noah before I start my day and I think that too that like lifestyle element of just like seeing natural sunlight grounding and movement can really be a huge reset on the cortisol rhythm absolutely um and then I've also been you know as much as being a new mom doesn't allow a ton of sleep like I've been pretty adamant about prioritizing sleep trying to get to bed earlier um trying to like be in bed for a full seven to eight hours which sometimes happens sometimes doesn't. and I really <laughs> swear by oxytocin like you yeah. were saying with Noah when he was ill you were doing more chest to chest but just like mothering yeah and having those like deep feels, I feel like that is so nourishing for the adrenals and yeah. helps to make your cortisol be like, oh, I'm safe. You know, of course, as, as a new mother, there's a lot of anxiety and mm-hmm. worry of the unknowns, but there's also this like deep unspoken security. Yeah. I don't know how to say yeah. it. And I don't know if that's resonating, but yeah. like that feeling of your baby on you is yeah. home. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I feel like that probably has an impact for sure. Sure. There's I'll a mechanism of action. Some, I'm like, this how? <laughs> Just have a baby. It'll fix your adrenals. And like your progesterone was pretty <laughs> yeah. rocking yeah. and, 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 and in range. I have not been supplementing I know we've talked about it loosely of like trying to get my brain back, which I feel like will happen someday. Um, but I had not been supplementing regularly at all. I will say I've been way more regular with um, vitamin C. 
Okay. Um, and so I think between probably yeah, you know, the adrenals and the progesterone, I think that might also be a component. The bio C plus. Are you getting like two to three a day now? Yeah. And and historically maybe not even daily, right? Exactly, exactly. Really only during times of illness or like when I remembered. So yeah, I mean, low hormones still, but better. And my DHEA on its own came up um, yeah. without supplementation. So, And the estrogen will probably come up slightly once, you know, you are fully right. weaned because, or Noah's weaned, whatever, either way, when you're not breastfeeding, because there is that suppression mechanism. Right. So that's seen, and, and it wasn't low, it was still in range. Yep. And then how about in the neurotransmitters? What were the big <laughs> ahas there? My serotonin looks good, um, which it had been historically historically low. low, And I think a lot of gut stuff likely related to that. And I will say, you know, this is the most regular I've been about probiotics, like heavy hitter um, probiotics and not doing a lot of like cleanse or sterilizing. Yeah. Yeah. They've always had like, oh, definitely dysbiosis. Like every time there's something GI off and would do like two weeks of berberine and, and herbal immune or something. And I think I was maybe over sterilizing um and just i had never taken um regularly the targeted strength probiotic and now seem to tolerate that it's awesome just fine so i think that has been a, a good hit in terms You're of doing, the serotonin right now specifically for listeners mm-hmm. a targeted strength probiotic a rebuild spectrum probiotic both at bed or yeah. one in the morning and just then what about women's flora are you doing that daily uh, orally no here and there okay. when i or remember. only as an insert I not really that often as an insert unless I'm swimming, um, okay. but just like a couple times a week pulsed because um, okay. it's on my bedside table and when yeah. I remember to, <laughs> to reach for it. So serotonin looked good. Dopamine looked good. My norepinephrine and epinephrine were like pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think the epinephrine has been higher and, and yours is higher. Mine was 11 <laughs> and yours was 6.9 yeah. and it's best to be between yeah. 2.5 and 5. Okay. So for reference. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, but yours was up. Yeah. And, and I think again, that's kind of where we are right now in the world, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> which calm and clear would be okay. If again, you didn't feel it sedated you as much, but you have been doing that more like as of what July and evening consistently was kind of your big shift. Yeah. Is that right? About yeah, yeah. like two at bed. Yep. I started bringing so in that. So that probably is working its way down oh, too, yeah. I would say. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's been a, a great shift at, at bed. And I've mentioned on here, like definitely has helped with depth and quality of sleep. I'm dreaming again, which I always take as a, a good sign. Um, and my GABA was a little high, but I think I've been just taking a lot of GABA comps. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then micronutrient wise, we'll kind of save that because we're going to nerd out with you guys in about three weeks coming forward an entire episode on our new cellular nutrient analysis panel that we've shifted gears to. But I'll just say as a quick run, there were very strong trends for postpartum and breastfeeding. Uh-huh. So calcium for sure, obviously, yep. because we know that women leach calcium from their bones. That's why there's a lot of oral health mm-hmm. issues postpartum. And so we see like that that gum gum loss or bone loss there. So calcium was a big one. So the osteofactors mm-hmm. getting that back up to three. Yeah, I don't know if you still yeah, yeah. were, but that may have fallen off. It's yeah. such a large tablet. It's so big. I'm yes. now forcing it. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to like split it up between my my meals of the day or, or just even taking it like at you know bed or after dinner um and I will say I was having like really dynamic knee pain which okay you know I have history of like running and it's like maybe it's just like caught up to me or maybe it's the concrete floors in our house but like really you know intense like sharp shooting pains in my knees and um even during like exercise not able to do like a yoga bridge pose without pain which has never been the case 
And as soon as I started taking that regularly again, Good. Um, it went away. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, I, was, I was headed for some, some bone loss. Yeah. Testimony. <laughs> yeah. And then B vitamins and choline. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. You know, you're eating the foods, the, the liver all the right. time with Noah and the egg yolks and the bacon. Uh, but those just are the ones that you're giving to him. Totally. So, yep. And the and stress it, demand. And I stopped supplementing. I supplemented throughout pregnancy with choline. Okay. But as soon as I ran out of it in like early postpartum. Um, so that is something I think I'll layer on top and. And I hadn't been as good about the B complex either because I'm like, I'm taking all of the other things. The multivalent mama. One more yeah. pill. Um, plus the calming clears got some in the, the evenings. Um, but that is one that I've been stepping up as well. Okay. And then for other mamas that are postpartum at that year out mark, let's touch base on recommendations for like weight loss. Yeah. I, I know that, you know, let's talk about kind of your process. You're now a year out back to your pre-baby weight about or? I just, am. Yeah just like hit it maybe a month before his birthday and I was like huh that was like the goal in the back of mine but like hasn't been aggressively so hasn't been the focus um and I felt like there was like a stubborn like five to eight pounds that was hanging on like at the you know nine month mark or so and and I did up my intermittent fasting a little bit just felt natural as you know sessions of breastfeeding cut down I wasn't having as much demand um, not to eat in the morning because for a while I was waking up like ravenously hungry, must eat everything Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. now. Um, and, and I would say to other mamas, like give yourself at least that nine months, if not a year. Right. Um, cause there's so much going on, you know, with the, the demand of breastfeeding and everything resetting. And even, you know, a lot of clients I experienced, they don't really see that shift of that last like five pounds until they stop it's their milk reserve breastfeeding. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, exactly. and it's okay. That's the right. point is that that's, I always have that question right. with my patients of, well, what's your priority? Is right. your priority right now to continue to provide breast milk for your baby or to adjust right. your percent body fat because your body needs those reserves and it's, it's a demand mechanism and it's going to hold. Right. Um, and, and I know that you essentially obviously follow our phase 1.5 of yep. our keto program, but that would be a resource for Absolutely, listeners. Yep. And we even have an active breastfeeding protocol mm-hmm. in there. So even as early as really getting your milk stores established, which could be six weeks postpartum, yep. it would be an appropriate time. And you know, now that program again is evergreen. It's just $149. And so you could definitely sign up for that and start tracking into the keto approach and then just watch your milk output we do some troubleshooting Mm -hmm. within the program and then 10-day detox this is often a question as well so we don't recommend doing the full-blown supplementation of three packs a day during active breastfeeding but generally if you have an a four-hour window or more between breastfeeding so doing like your morning breastfeed and then taking a detox pack Mm -hmm. and then you know doing your evening when you put down baby and doing a detox pack could work really well for most moms and absolutely following the 10-day detox meal plan yeah um, I found that really helpful just for a general reset. I think it was, I don't know, we did it together. So it could have been earlier than eight months. They felt like it was maybe around seven to eight months or so. Um, and I definitely got like a little bit of a ring out of like maybe three-ish pounds yeah. from that. So I think that can be a really helpful um, kickstart as well. But really I'm focused now on like, getting strength back. Um, that's the thing that I feel like, you know, the weight might be the same on the scale and like clothes fit again, which is huge. I don't have to like buy new stuff. Although I think your rib cage and shoulders and like feet I was and say, hands. Some composition stuff um, doesn't change. Yeah. I mean, it makes my me shoulders are wider. Yeah. And my rib cage my is bigger. My hips got bigger yep. for sure. And that, and, um, my 
finger. I had it measured this weekend because I'm like, my wedding ring doesn't fit anymore. And it's gone up like a quarter of <laughs> a ring size. And I'm like, damn it. It's not like a weight thing anymore. It's just. And how about breast size? I mean, well, you'll obviously make probably another shift when you fully lean. I don't know. Like a half cup. You think they're, <laughs> they're back? pretty small. <laughs> I'm back in like my regular okay. non-nursing Pre-nursing sports bra. bras. Okay. Uh, but they do feel maybe a little tight. I, I just don't know how yeah. much is breast tissue and how much is uh, milk rib cage and how much is milk <laughs> and so let's cover this yeah. uh, just kind of wrap up and then do some last thoughts on Noah sure. um, so transitioning you've t- we've talked about weaning a couple times here and there where Noah is right now and then a lot of moms are always asking uh, both of us I'm sure you know like what the next thing to do right. is and uh, you know it's really taking baby's lead but let's hear what you're going to be doing yeah so as of literally just this past weekend um, I decided we were out of town and it just felt natural and normal to cut down to just one nightly feed. Um, so I had like through his birthday been doing like a morning, um, first thing noon and then nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cut that noon back as soon as he seemed rebounded from the viral thing, maybe a week after that. Um, I was doing morning and night. And then, uh, as of this weekend, it was like, Hey, Byron, you take him this morning, go see if he'll just like eat breakfast and, I think mom not being a part of that equation is kind of important initially. It only that, takes one yeah, often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so he's fine. He's this morning. Yeah. I heard him asking for food, you know, no, 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 no. Okay. Well, I love you too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, and it was like a sweet bonding time. He would like come in our bed and, and yeah. whatnot. Uh, but so now down to just evenings and I'm sure it's just going to be like one night of, we have a, a gala thing coming up that I'll right. probably like spend the night out here and that'll yeah. probably be the time oh, like that oh <laughs> yeah I, I did it with you yeah exactly exactly like, too much wine staying the night somewhere the and hotel. you know and and the goal was a year so I feel yeah. you know very successful in that and I feel like my milk I'm not pumping at all so I don't know how much I'm producing but it doesn't seem like very and, much and really my perspective nutritionally right. and I think which is right on with the viral um impact of maintaining that higher Mm -hmm. frequency then is that you're really breastfeeding at this point, of course, for bonding, but also for the immunoglobulins and some of the human milk oligosaccharides and some of those unique elements. But nutritionally speaking, he's getting his nutrients much more dynamically Mm -hmm. from food. Oh yeah. And so that kind of takes us- no problem with that. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. And growth and development, obviously. And and interest, like you don't want to like shove your boob at him and be like, hey, you need this. Right. Um, And so when he's mobile and doing his thing and isn't really worried about it, I think that's a right on time. Um, And there is something about that, like, transition of like, oh, my body's my own vessel again. And what can I do? Liberation. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about, are you planning on doing any alternate beverages with him and like bottle feeding and that stuff? He has not taken a bottle probably since (laughs) he did it like very early on, like three, four months since four months. I think I gave him like two bottles in his whole life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, he just stopped doing it like at least by five, six months, like completely stopped from me, from Byron, from anyone. And we're like, uh, we can never go anywhere and like have a babysitter he's come because he just guy. won't take it. Um, and we did realize he's been very into like, he has this little like silicone sippy cup that has a, a straw option and you can also like just do it, you know, hands, um, hands on the cup, but he, he really likes the straw. We realized he'll take breast milk from that. So that was like my go-to if. I was going to be out you yeah. know, to dinner or something and Byron had to give milk. We would just do it in the sippy cup as like, you know, 
his bottle replacement. Um, so I've done breast milk in there. Um, I've done uh, like a homemade cashew milk that mm-hmm. I just was like, hey, do you want to try this? And he wasn't super into it. Um, I was able to get um, raw goat's milk um, and he liked that. And then I have been doing um, raw cow's milk for myself. So I was like, let me just see, Yeah, you know, how he tolerates it. Obviously wouldn't do it like anytime he was gunky or had like viral Mm -hmm. stuff going on. Um, But I I was curious genuinely for like a bowel impact um, and because... Byron is lactose intolerant. I'm like, does he have that same right. genetic? Well, but the raw milk will have lactase, right? Exactly. So, so you get the I enzyme. Felt, I felt pretty, you know, comfortable with that. And now that we have a good source of of raw milk, um, I haven't been as stringently dairy free probably as as you had been with Stellan. He has like had like butter a little bit in cooking, mostly ghee, but occasional butter, um, a little bit of yogurt, probably starting at like ten months. Mm-hmm. Um, He's had ice cream a couple times when my mom was <laughs> visiting. She's like, can I just give him a bite? And, you know, all of a sudden the whole thing's, mm-hmm. whole thing's gone. Um, so it doesn't seem to have any intolerance, dairy intolerance of, yeah. of dairy. Um, but he won't take more than a few ounces if it is like in a cup. Yeah. And so because I feel like his weight is good, his protein and right. fat intake are awesome. Um, that's really, I think why we're told to give milk as this replacement. So his pediatrician at his one year was like, he should be having 12 to 16 ounces of milk. And then she goes, but that's for fat and protein. Like, do you feel like he's getting enough? I'm like, Uh, yeah. Do you feel like he's getting enough? Cause he just jumped to like 97th percentile. Right. Um, and so, you know, that recommendation I think is more for, um, kiddos who are a little bit slower to, to take to food or are doing cereal foods because if they're only eating refined carbohydrates, again, it's their only source of protein and fat. Exactly. And so I think that's where that recommendation comes from. So when you're eating meat and you're eating avocado and you're eating, you know, I think totally different games. And he was never a sucker, like in the sense of like pacifier or any, no synthetic nipples no, with that boy. And no. Thumbs so, and real yeah. nipples. <laughs> so there's not that ritual of right. him needing um, something for like a beverage for the end of the evening. No, no. Uh, so I'm more offering it as like a, a condiment or like yeah. a little bit of something with a meal, but he's never taking down more than a few ounces anyway. Yeah. And we can still link in this episode because it's relevant that baby led weaning beverage, mm-hmm. which has yeah, raw egg yolk that. in it. And, and I don't think it needs to, I mean, I don't think he'd care for it, yeah. but whatever. But you, if your baby is mm-hmm. doing breastfeeding as well as, as, um, bottle feeding, like you're pumping, like I was pumping from the office. And so Stella had to take bottles. Right. And so there was that transition where we did uh, coconut milk with homemade almond milk and raw egg, and then like a little bit, like two ounces of breast milk, mm-hmm. and it kind of went like that. But honestly, it was four days, and then she'd look at me, and she'd take the bottle and put it yeah. on the, the yeah. dresser and point to her crib. Yeah. She was like, get this thing away from me. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so everyone does their own thing. It just kind of depends yeah. on, on the child, and, and following their lead is always the right way, and you always know your baby the best. Yes. So those are all the big priorities there. As long as they're getting probiotics from other things, right. like um, at, at age one, you can absolutely start incorporating the Restore Baseline yeah, probiotic yeah, yeah. into a bite of nut butter um, or into a bite of food. And so then I think you're all rock and roll with just solid foods. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to do that instead of the kid's biotic ground up for a while, at least until he can like chew and, and you know, take it on its own. Yeah. Get those last ones, <laughs> yeah. last TTs in. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So let's just allow, as we come to a close of a loaded 
uh, episode, um, last reflections or aha things that you want to make sure that our audience knows all about Noah's first birthday and, you know, all the things. I don't know. It's just so much fun. It's such a, <laughs> a whirlwind, but, um, you, you got did this it. mamas. I did it. Um, <laughs> and if you're doing it out there too, uh, we see you and, um, you're amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a big accomplishment and like, I just, I can't believe I have a one-year-old, you know, it's like, yes, it's, it's flying, but we are loving and enjoying every moment and you know, what we're doing (laughs) awesome well like i said the whole miller family has loved having noah in our lives as well and i hope all of you listeners enjoyed today's episode if you do go on over to itunes or spotify or wherever you're listening and leave us a sweet you know one to two sentence review on why you like the naturally nourished podcast Always, you can submit your questions via direct messages on Instagram at AllieMillerRD and also over on NaturallyNourishedRD.com where we house the podcast. There is a section for listener questions there. So we're always looking to support new mamas as well as those veteran mamas in ways to maintain nourishment within their little ones and throughout the entire household. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Nourished podcast. Visit our blog at AllieMillerRD.com for recipes, wellness tips, and food as medicine meal plans. Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.